Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Restrictions apply. Live from the Hogs Meat Market Studios, this is Out of Bounds. Well, game week, obviously, and we're excited to have an opportunity to get over to Little Rock and play Western Carolina. Kerwin and Cade Bell uh, do a wonderful job with that team offensively. I think they set records. Always first games are scary because of the unknown, unknown about the opponent, unknown this year about our own team. But we're really excited to get over there and play a fine Western Carolina team. Yeah, yeah. With John Neighbors. Every time you put a mic in my face, I'm going to say Arkansas. And Joe Franklin. We won't go into shell. We won't go into attack mode because that's what's required. On 103.7 The Buzz. With my boobay, like the analyst. Appreciate everybody listening in on this beautiful day here in the great state of Arkansas. John Neighbors, Joe Franklin, broadcasting live from the Hogsmeade Market Studios with you today. And thank you, as always, for making us a part of your afternoon this afternoon. It's been a great Reaction Monday presented by Fleet Management Services. So we've been reacting to everything over the sports weekend. Getting you ready for Razorback Football Game Week as it's been so exciting to just actually have a game to look forward to this Saturday. Five days away, Darren McFadden days away. And I know Razorback fans are excited to see how it's all going to play out and what to expect. And the game moving up to noon, as we were talking just a second ago with our fearless leader, Justin Acri. Uh, a lot of positives there. He'll be able to watch the entire game because we know he calls UCA games, and they're going to be playing Oklahoma State this weekend. So he'll have a chance to watch the entire game and check out the entire game and no, uh, again, we've had some people say that it's great for them to have it in the mornings, and people have not been so happy for it to be moved up into uh, the noon uh, situation. So, uh, But uh, we'll have Chris Gordy on here in just a second, but I did have some people chiming in on the Southern Structural Solutions text line. Uh, it comes from the 501. It says, John, also the rehab facilities at Fayetteville are much better than Little Rock, I presume. So any players that need post-game work done, they can do on Saturday, getting back early. Also, they have to do conditioning and film on a Sunday, so they won't be worn out Sunday. Yeah, I mean, listen, the, these these coaches, these people, they know a lot more about their schedules and about their recoveries and about travel than I do. So I'm just going to uh, chalk it up to them that they that they know what they're doing. So, but that doesn't matter. At, at the end of the day, the decision's been made. The game's at noon, not at 3 p.m. this Saturday. It is what it is. So you can either go or not. Hopefully, everybody goes. And if you have tickets and you can't go. Hopefully you can find someone that can take them because you need as many people there at War Memorial Stadium as humanly possible this Saturday. But we'll talk about all the things going on, not only in college football, but I'm sure in the sports world as well. So we go to the phone lines and welcome in Chris Gordy of Sports Talk 790 down there in Houston as well as a Locked On SEC podcast. And Gordy, as always, appreciate you joining us, man. How you doing this afternoon? I'm good, John. I guess I didn't realize that you know everybody with all the bigger matchups and all. I didn't realize you guys are at full memorial weekend. That kind of thing. Well, you know, it depends on who you ask. Some people love it, some people don't. But uh, this, uh, you know, I don't want to stir up any controversy here in Little Rock. There's a lot of people that still uh, enjoy the games there. But yeah, moving it up though, you don't see that very often. Where a game time gets moved up from 3 p.m. originally, what was supposed to be up to noon. Uh, Sam Pittman said it had to do with some of the heat, which I'm sure you guys know all about there in the in the Houston area about what heat truly is all about. But uh, I think it, I think it makes sense. I think it works out, and I think uh, just having uh, that game in War Memorial to start the season will be will be all right for Arkansas, especially if they 
come out there and take care of business like everyone's hoping they should. Yeah, I don't know if that's the right move. Is it really that much cooler at noon than it is at three? <laughs> I feel like it's hot as hell no matter what time you play and the sun's out. Move it to like nine PM, then it'd be okay. But yeah. Uh yeah, look, I'm I'm with you. I mean you, you open up with an opponent like this, it's not getting anybody um, you know, like it, people aren't running to the stadium that oh my god, I can't wait to get my seat to see it, but this is the tone center. You, you open with them, you open up with Kent State, you go play you know, play a really good BYU team who you guys took advantage of last year, uh, and then you get that tough road trip uh, week four going to LSU. These, these are all the primers. These are the weeks to uh, for Rocket to rack up a bunch of, I don't want to say garbage yards, but rack up a bunch of yardage and, uh, you know, put himself prime in the, you know, at least, I don't know, Heisman conversation, but at least on the national stage to, you know, say, hey, I am I deserve all these first-team accolades I'm getting, and I'm clearly one of the best running backs in the league and or in, in all college football. And a uh, chance for KJ to develop some chemistry in-game with some of his new weapons and all that. So, yeah, I, I mean, look, some teams are opening with, with Doozy. South Carolina opens with North Carolina. LSU opens with Florida State. Uh, you, you can make an argument either way. I, I tend to like this way. You get a couple of, uh, you know, we'll call them cupcakes, to, to settle in and, and rack up some stats and get some confidence going. Yeah, it's a great way for Arkansas to just kind of get into the season, get the feet wet. And there are probably more teams this first week, Chris, that are doing it that way where they start with a non-conference type of opponent, someone to go in and just showcase what they've been doing, trying to get ready for the season as opposed to some of those bigger matchups that are going on. But it it is good to see some of those, but we're not going to see many of those during the first week. Yeah, it's it's a little disappointing because I was, you know, I was starting to, you know, kind of do some predictions and and start to look at the slate this weekend. And yeah, I mean, Florida, Utah is a good one, and then like I mentioned, South Carolina playing North Carolina and LSU playing Florida State. But outside of that, it's a lot of duds. I mean, you know, A and M opens in New Mexico, Bama gets Middle Tennessee, Georgia plays Tennessee Martin, uh, you know, Auburn opens with UMass, Ole Miss gets Mercer. It's just, it's really a bunch of. Uh, it's a slate where the SEC should be racking up a bunch of wins. And, uh, you know, it, it, we'll get to see how a lot of these new quarterback battles settle out and that, and that sort of thing. But, um, you know, even even Virginia-Tennessee, I saw Tennessee's about a four-touchdown favorite. I'm like, goodness, like, Virginia at least is a Power 5 uh, team from the ACC, albeit they, I think they were projected to finish dead last in the ACC this year. Uh, but that's crazy. I mean, Tennessee, like, new quarterback, new everything. And they're a four-touchdown favorite. I, I don't know about that one. What do you think of North Carolina, South Carolina? This is something that maybe they can, because uh, they're so close in proximity, maybe they will play a little bit more often, just depending on how college football sets up over the next few years. But seems like an interesting matchup where North Carolina is a ranked team. South Carolina came on at the end of last season. They have expectations there, so should be a good game to start. Yeah, I, I was here in, and I watched North Carolina a couple times last year, and, and we were hearing all this buzz about Drake May, Drake May, Drake May. And then I watched them play North uh, Notre Dame in what was it, you know, week four last year, and they get their brain beat in. Uh, and then, you know, he rolled through the schedule, rolled through the soft ACC schedule, racking up a bunch of wins. And then they go and lose to Georgia Tech, who, by the way, fired their head coach at that point. Uh, they lose a double overtime game to NC State, and then they get their brains beat in by Clemson. Uh, and losing the Holiday Bowl to Oregon. I mean, this is a team that finished on a four-game losing streak to finish last season. So I was doubting them big time. And then I went to the Manning Passing Academy earlier this summer, and I got to see Drake May in person. And, like, right off the bat, the kid won me over. He's got personality plus. Seeing how he was coaching these, like, young kids up, uh, patting them on the back, giving them compliments left and right. I, I suddenly started to see, uh, oh, okay, this is what all those NFL draft scouts see in Drake May. It's not just the arm talent, it's the intangibles. It's just, you know, you start to see the skills and the traits of a leader. Um, and that's what they're expecting out of that North Carolina this year. And so that's why it's going to be a fascinating uh, battle with Spencer Radler, who was the guy that was featured on a Netflix special before he even got on a college campus. Um, you know, highly touted and, and you know, uh, gets to Oklahoma, has immediate success. They're hyping him, you know, with Heisman buzz uh, early in his career. And now he's the guy who's cast off and, you know, finds his way to South Carolina. And 
things were really go- going really bad for South Carolina last year until the backstretch of the season. They started to protect them. The offensive line started to gel, and they gave them protection, and they turned into big wins over Tennessee and Clemson, nearly beat Notre Dame in their bowl games. So uh, this is going to be a fascinating matchup between two really good quarterbacks, Drake May and, and Spencer Rattler. And uh, I don't know if we're hyping it up enough. I don't know if it's getting enough love. I know it's going to be nationally televised on ABC Saturday night, but I think this is going to be a really, really fascinating battle to see where these two programs are and, and honestly where these two quarterbacks are in their development. You know, another game that, uh, of course, there's a lot of them going on, but mentioning uh, Florida and Utah, that's a Thursday night game, which is pretty nice, but we know Utah took care of business against the Gators in Gainesville last season, and now Florida's going to try to return the favor. This is, I wouldn't say this is a make-or-break game for Billy Napier, but there's definitely a lot of pressure on him to succeed this season, and Utah, I believe, is favored by 6.5 points in this one. What does that show you if Florida ends up beat, getting beat pretty handedly? If Utah just takes care of business, is that just, hey, Utah's a great team? Or does it show that there's some serious problems with Billy Napier in Florida to start this year? Well, all eyes are on Cam Rising, the, the quarterback from Utah. So you don't remember, towards the end, at the end of last season, he got hurt in a game. I think towards ACL. I forget what it was he tore. But uh, they were basically like, yeah, he's not going to be ready to go for the start of next season. And then as the summer went along, they start started to get a little bit more optimistic and the rumors were okay he may be ready to go for week one but as of a week and a half ago Kyle Whittingham was saying I still don't know if he's going to be ready uh they put out their official depth chart on last Friday they list Cam Rising as the starter so that you know sent everybody's antennas up going wait a minute is he going to play the people I've talked to it sounds like to me Cam Rising still is not going to play in this game and so if he doesn't that just changes the dynamic of things. Um, you know, this line has already moved. It originally opened at, uh, you know, back early, like in the spring. This game was about a, it was Utah by about 10, 9.5, something like that. And it's come way down in recent weeks to about 6.5. So, yeah, they're only about a touchdown favorite at home. Um, Florida, obviously, you lose Anthony Richardson, you replace him with Grant Mertz. That's not, like, the, the greatest move. But I do think Graham Mertz can be serviceable. I think he can be a good, you know, game manager quarterback, if you will. And look, you can win with game managers. I mean, uh, you know, go back a couple years ago, Arkansas pulled off some wins with Felipe Franks, kind of just game managing games. We, we always look at game manager as a derogatory term, and I think it's you know some guys they just you're, you're not going to wow anybody, but you make the throws and you win some games. Um, I think Graham Mertz can do that if the Florida run game is, is dominating like I think they will. I think Montreal Johnson and Trevor Atien, that, that combination is one of the best in the SEC this year. And if Florida's retooled offensive line can run block, I think they're going to move the ball, move the chain, score some points. And I think that defense is going to be light years different from what we saw last year at Florida. Austin Armstrong is a, is a star in the making as far as defensive coordinators go. And, I'm excited to see. They're going to be way more aggressive. They're going to get after it. And, again, if it's not Cam Rising, if, they're, if it's Bryson Barnes, who played a little bit last year for Utah, I think Florida's got a great chance to win this one. So, yeah, I mean, if you can get this spread, if you've seen any books that have, you know, Florida as an eight-point or eight-and-a-half-point underdog, jump on Florida in the points because I think they do have a chance to stay in this one uh, with, you know, all the questions given around Utah's quarterback. Not only Cam Rising, there's a question about him playing or not, but – Utah comes into this season with losing their biggest receiving threat over the past few years and tight end Dalton Kincaid, who's now in the NFL. So that's something that they were going to be looking at throughout the entire season with Cam Rising losing his biggest weapon. And there was going to be a big time adjustment there as far as who was uh, able to step up and take over that role. Yeah, they lose one of their best sack artists from a year ago in Diabate. He's now a Cleveland Brown. Uh, Cole Bishop, their safety is back. He was their leading tackler a year ago. But, you know, they, they didn't have a ton of – and Clark Phillips, by the way, he led the team in interceptions last year with six. He's in the NFL. So, uh, yeah, you're right. I mean, a lot of Utah's best players are all in, in the big league now. And, uh, again, if Cam Rising, who is on paper their best player, if he's not playing in this one, yeah, man, look, Florida's still got talent. I, I said this in the spring. Like, if you watch Florida's spring game, their starters are really good. The problem is they have no depth. Uh, and if anybody gets hurt, misses any significant time for the Gators, I think they're in big-time trouble. But as a starting unit, if they're healthy, I think Florida can play with just about anybody in the conference. So 
yeah, look, their schedule is brutal, don't get me wrong. Like, Billy Napier's definitely on the hot seat, and I think he's going to have a hard time getting a six. You know, I think it'd be a, a miracle if they get the seven wins. But this is uh, certainly a Florida team that could go into Utah and pull out a victory. So, again, if you're getting good odds on any of those sports books out there, I would, uh, I would definitely throw a couple bucks on the game. Speaking with Chris Gordy of Sports Talk 790 and the Locked On SEC podcast here on Out of Bounds. <clears throat> so, Chris, uh, I'll, we'll get to the LSU-Florida State game because I think there's a lot of interest there for obvious reasons. But is there a game or a team in the SEC specifically that you see this week that could get upset, that could lose a bad one? You know, we've seen it happen before. a and lost to Appalachian State. You know, things happen. But is there any team that you look at and you say, oh, this one might not be as easy of a task to take on if you're that SEC team? Yeah, I mean, New Mexico is inter- New Mexico is not good at football at all. But um, you know, let's see what how sloppy A and M looks like. It's more so, and I don't think A and M's going to lose that game. I mean, they're they're about forty point favorites. But like, how sloppy does A and M look? You know, it was sloppy a lot last year. That yeah, you mentioned the App State upset loss. Um, I just want to see A and M come out and look like a unit. You know, with Bobby Petrino calling the plays, and out Connor Wegman officially as the quarterback today. I want to see them come out and score, score, score some more. I want to see that defensive front get after it, get get disruptive. This is one like on paper, the final should be A and M forty one to three. Like it should be one that they just absolutely crush them. And so, uh, again, I, not saying they have any chance of getting upset. Um, you know, Ball State against Kentucky, same thing. Last year, this was the type of game that Will Levis threw a couple interceptions in, turned the ball over, and you know, you, you look on paper and Kentucky's a twenty six point favorite but they mess around and win by 20. You know what I mean? Like, there, there's games like that. Uh, I mentioned Virginia-Tennessee. I, I don't think Virginia can hang with, with Tennessee uh, much, but we'll see. You know, who comes out and just looks like they're not that well-oiled machine offensively? And the other one to keep an eye on is Alabama. They open a middle Tennessee state. Alabama's about a 39-40 point favorite. What nobody remembers, though, middle Tennessee state uh, played at Miami last year and won. 45 to 31. You guys remember who the defensive coordinator was for Miami last year? It's Kevin Steele. It's Alabama's new defensive coordinator. I keep hearing all, all these uh, podcasts and articles written about how, oh my God, Alabama is on a revenge tour. They are coming back. They are ready to go. And I'm going, wait a minute, is this the same Kevin Steele that like, was a terrible DC last year for Miami? Like, what are we doing here? I know it's Saban. I know he gets the benefit of the doubt and all that. But today he comes out and doesn't even announce who his quarterback is this week and says, yeah, we, you know, it's, it's going to you know, become a distraction if we announce who the quarterback is. And it's like, no, it's more of a distraction by you not saying who the quarterback is. So that one's just fascinating. Look, Alabama's loaded with four or five-star talent up and down the roster. They've recruited better than anybody for the last few years. I just, it's a fascinating case study. And how good is Nick Saban with four and five-star talent? And can he overcome the coaches on his staff? Because that's Alabama fans. They were, they got fed up with Pete Golding. They got fed up with Bill O'Brien. But at the end of the day, those guys are still pretty damn good at their jobs. Is Tommy Reese and Kevin Steele upgrades over what those two guys were bringing them? I don't know about that. And if whoever their starting quarterback is struggles at all, throws a couple picks, man, get ready for those fans to be in an uproar this week. I mean, I know they'll look. They'll beat Metal Tennessee. Don't get me wrong. But let's just say the final score is something like. 34 to 17. You don't think those fans are going to be calling for the coordinator's heads with Texas coming to town next week? So just a couple of those cupcake games to keep an eye on this week that if things don't go well, I think people will be jumping off the off the ledge after week one. With LSU Florida State, top 10 matchup, and it's a neutral site again, but this time it's in Florida State's favor where they'll have more of their fans available playing in Orlando. So this is uh, probably the best matchup over the weekend. Yeah, it's a game I'm going to be at in person and uh, going to be fun to see. I, I Look, the NCAA, how often do we come on here and talk about everything they get wrong? They got it wrong again with Mason Smith, the LSU defensive lineman, who got hurt in this game last year. First quarter of this game last year in the opener, he gets hurt. He's done for the season. Uh, just last week, the NCAA comes out and goes, yeah, remember uh, the summer of 2021 when we made NIL legal? Well, like the week before it came legal, uh, Mason Smith did an autograph signing. And uh, so we're going to go and suspend him for a game. Like, what in the world are we doing, NCAA? Like, I just watched the Johnny Manziel documentary, and the dude got a half against Rice 
for signing autographs. Yet Mason Smith's got to miss the biggest game of the year for LSU for something that happened two years ago that was legal seven days later. Like, what are we even doing here? NCAA's a freaking joke. Um, it's just unfortunate. Look, I'd say the same thing if it was on the other foot. If it was Florida State deep line, then, like, it just doesn't make any sense. Um, and, again, it's, it's a big loss for LSU up front, and they're going to have to lean on some of those guys and find some depth on their D-line to get after it. But two fantastic offenses. I think whoever wins this game quarterback-wise will certainly be on our you know short list of top five, top ten Heisman list coming out of this weekend, whether it's uh, Jaden Daniels at LSU or, or Jordan Travis at uh, Florida State. So I, I hate to overhype it, a matchup of two top eight teams in week one, but it is that big of a game because whoever wins this game is certainly going to be in the conversation of, hey, can they run the table in the SEC or the ACC and uh, be one of those teams we're talking about in the playoff at the end of the year. Well, Chris, man, as always, we appreciate you joining us, talking about college football. It's just great to have it back, and it's going to be another great week. And also, uh, congrats to your Astros. They look like uh, they're really coming along and uh, doing some great things. They, they needed a break because they haven't won enough here lately. Yeah, Michael Brantley coming back tomorrow. First time he's played baseball in over a year. But uh, the Mariners in first place in the AL West this late in the season. Hasn't happened since 2001, so kind of exciting there. And, uh Hey, you guys go get a big win over Western Carolina and uh, keep an eye out for Kent State, all right? Remember what they did to Georgia last year. Don't sleep on them. Yeah, thanks, Chris. We'll be looking out for it as always, man. <laughs> Appreciate it, man. All right, thanks, guys. That's Chris Gordy of Sports Talk 790 out of Houston, as well as this Locked On SEC podcast. Appreciate him coming on as always. We are up against it, though. We'll take a break when we come back. We'll get to some more stories, some more headlines, and more of your phone calls and text messages if you want in on the conversation at 501-661-1037. Won't want to miss it because Reaction Monday presented by Fleet Management Services is almost over, so you better get in when you can. we got more Out of Bounds coming up. Still on the sidelines? Then it's time you suit up and get in the game. Download Arkansas's favorite sports wagering app, Bet Saracens, today. This is Sports Center. Robert Perez Jr. had a three-run home run in the bottom of the ninth inning for the Arkansas Travelers yesterday, but it was too little too late in a 6-5 loss to the Wichita Wind Surge at Dickey Stevens Park. Wichita built a 5-0 lead thanks to a two-run home run from Aaron Sabato, a solo shot from Yoimer Fajardo, and an RBI triple from Tanner Scoble before RBI groundouts from Josh Morgan and Spencer Packard got the Travs on the board. Arkansas is off today, but they'll start a series in Tulsa tomorrow night. Moving to Major League Baseball, the Chicago Cubs took 3-4 of four from the Pittsburgh Pirates with a 10-1 win yesterday. One of those wins came from Conway native Jordan Wicks on Saturday. He retired 15 in a row at one point and finished with nine strikeouts. I'm Todd Pierce for the Buzz Radio Network. Hey, it's Houston Nutt. I'll be on Morning Mayhem every Wednesday this football season. We're going to get ready to hit that line and root on those hogs because we got the wood, y'all. And when you need a new pole barn, metal roof, or steel building, go see my friends at Reed's Metals of Benton where you can buy direct and save online at reedsmetals.com. Sometimes the best summer getaway is the journey to the getaway. Start your summer road trip adventure at Hyundai now during the getaway sales event. Hurry in for great deals on many models, all backed by America's best warranty. It's your journey. Own every mile at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Right now, get the Tucson or Santa Fe with up to 2,500 total savings. Visit your local Hyundai dealer today. For well-qualified buyers only, offer ends 9523. Call 469-613-0227 for more details. Trey Schapp and Chris Shinnup with you. Chris, the 19th annual kickoff to Men's Health is coming up. Yeah, Trey, we're pretty excited. It's coming up. The first one will be September 7th at our Little Rock location, 1300 Centerview Drive. Men 40 and older, it's time to get screened, is it not? It is. And, you know, as our CEO, Scott Davis, says, you come in for a free screen and you might win a 65-inch flat screen TV. 263-0926 for more information or our ArkansasUrology.com. Guys, you can just show up. All thanks to our presenting sponsor, CHI St. Vincent. Need a new tractor? Zero-turn mower? Maybe even a new utility vehicle? River Valley Tractor has you covered. With Kubota equipment from River Valley Tractor, you'll find tractors that are rated number one in owner experience to take on your toughest jobs with ease. Find them today at RiverValleyTractor.com. Work smarter, not harder this year with River Valley Tractor. 
River Valley Tractor, closer than you think. David Dunn here with Central Arkansas Truck and Trailer. We're the area's largest and highest rated independent diesel repair facility for all makes and models. From transmissions and brakes to suspensions and engine repair. If you're tired of high dealership prices and long wait times, come see what family-owned and locally operated really means. Expert technicians and the latest computer diagnostics will get your equipment back on the road fast. Take the England exit on I-440 to Central Arkansas Truck and Trailer, 568-2185. That's Central Arkansas Truck and Trailer. RJ Hawk here with Chris Roberts from Southern Bank. And Chris, I know interest rates are high right now. That's what everybody's talking about. But if you're thinking about a project, whether it be a commercial project or you want to build a house, now's the time to come talk to you about what those future plans may look like. You know, RJ, no matter what the business environment may be, we're always there to sit down with our customers and talk about their future plans and what's going on with their businesses. And that's one thing about Southern Bank is they're a community bank. They want to be your partner. Partnering with our customers is a key to how we do business. And Chris, you know, we talk about those interest rates being high, but the one good news out of that is deposit rates. We have some great CD and checking account rates. Just give us a call and see what one of our personal bankers can do for you. If you want more information about interest rates or those deposit rates that we just talked about, call Chris and his team today at 501-424-0900 or go online at bankwithsouthern.com. Southern Bank, member FDIC, equal housing lender. Unlike other shows, we don't talk over each other with old hee-haw jokes. It's bullcrap! Well, I ain't standing for this! Oh, my So call or text to actually be heard on Out of Bounds at 501-661-1037. You're listening to Out of Bounds with John Neighbors and Joe Franklin. Hogs going tempo right up on the ball, second and eight. Shovel pass, Sanders got a lot of room to the 35, to the 40, to midfield. He's there, he goes. Rocket to the 30, to the 20, to the 10. Touchdown, Arkansas. 73 yards, and just like that, the Hogs are back in business. On 1037 The Buzz. tell you once again about Guadney Chevrolet. The month of August is nearly over. And I'm sure some of you are very happy about that fact. Because, oh my goodness, finally. Finally, it's not going to be as hot as what it once was. And the temperatures are going to start cooling off. Well, you may be happy about that. But you shouldn't be happy because Guadney Chevrolet's deals in August, some of the best deals you ever see, they're about to end too. So you're running out of time. Got to check out the fact that they have a 2023 Equinox with $2,500 off with 1.9% interest. Also, the 2023 High Country with over $6,000 off and the 2023 Silverado RST with as much as $9,000 off. So you're getting great deals in all these different vehicles, and it's only through Guadney Chevrolet. And they're still doing the great deal also of trading in your old phones. You got old phones sitting around, don't trade it in for a new one. Trade it in for a new vehicle with Guadney Chevrolet. It goes towards your down payment. It's worth $500 towards your next ride, and everyone is approved. Again, that's just for the month of August. So you run out of time, so head over to Guadney Chevrolet there in Jacksonville, off the Gregory Street exit at 1301 TP White Drive. Guadney Chevrolet is Arkansas's number one Chevy dealer. It's Guadney Chevrolet and GuadneyChevrolet.com. And it is continuing on with our Reaction Monday. You know, I love doing the show no matter what because we're very fortunate and very blessed to be able to do what we do in the way that we do it here, especially on 1037 The Buzz and being part of Signal Media. But there's just something so much nicer and more fun about game week and about football season being here. Whether it's uh, Razorback football or college football or high school football or the NFL, whatever it is. There's just something special about it when we get to the point to where we finally can get hyped up and excited that it's here. And we get to see it in person. So, can't wait for that to happen. And uh, I know that, uh, I guess because the first week of the NFL, is it next week? Yeah, yeah. Right? so we're yeah. two weeks away. Yeah, two weeks from that. 
Uh, and, and actually about a week and a half because on Thursday night, right. Chiefs and Lions. Yeah, so you'll have some uh, NFL games there, and then we'll really be in full swing for all football seasons. And you know, high school football took place over the weekend, too, and despite some of the heats, but still uh, some uh, really fun things. I know people were going to the different games around the state and excited for it. And uh, uh, I didn't get to see the final attendance of the Salt Bowl, but I know it was probably heavily attended, but some of the heat maybe have uh, steered some people away, but still uh, still a great event and still a great matchup from what I understand. Brian won it once again, and then Little Rock Christian was really impressive. They played Central and won 63 nothing. Oh my gosh. Walker White, who's quarterback, and he's committed to Auburn. Uh-huh. I've heard about him. I heard he's pretty good. He's really good. Well, for winning 63 to nothing in a game like that, uh, you must have something to you. So, uh, But yeah, that, that's, that was good. I think I saw also, because uh, we had a caller calling last week about uh, Lake Hamilton and Lakeside. I heard that in that game, uh, Lakeside won. And yeah, they had been, yeah, they got the upset. Yeah, been getting beat a lot here recently, so they got an upset there. So, yeah, just a lot of great games in the high school ranks, and getting that started up, too, is, is a whole lot of fun. And uh, that's something also I feel like gets maybe underrated or undervalued or not appreciated enough is the fact that uh, here in the state of Arkansas, across the board, but especially here in the central part of the area, just great, great high school football from all different classifications, uh, you know, some people say, oh, well, you know, you never have all those big-time recruits out of the state of Arkansas very often. Uh, forget all about all that. you got great games, traditions, rivalries, you know, and the conferences kind of re- realigned at times, too. But uh, that's something that is so much fun on top of all the college football in the NFL is also just having local high school football as a part of it. It's always good. Always good to get it started. And once we get into it, which we're going to be fully into all of football next week, but uh, once we get into it, we're happy about it being here. But it seems to go by fast, so enjoy it Absolutely. for the weeks to come. Absolutely. And don't take it for granted. Uh, from our Southern Structural Solutions text line, Doug F. said, That song used to scare me when I was a kid. Really? The Sister Golden Hair used to scare you as a kid? I mean, I guess it got to be a little bit of creepiness to it. But, yeah, well, sorry for if we brought up any, uh, <laughs> any old uh, problems or trauma from it all there, Doug. But we appreciate you listening regardless. Uh, let's go back to the phone lines. Uh, Heath is in Cabot. What's up, Heath? Hey, good afternoon, guys. Good hey, afternoon, Heath. man. Hey, what's this I hear about you misrepresenting me on the show that I was gone from? What's this about? Wow. Misrepresentation? What do you mean? Yeah, you were calling in, talking about my podcast, and talking about how I said Arkansas was going to win 10 games and all this stuff. Yeah, you had some. Uh, I, I watched the one of your episodes where you talked about how Arkansas was going to win 10 games. Yeah, or how they could win ten games, and I just didn't know where you got your information and who was feeding you <laughs> this kind of stuff to get you to yeah to uh, to post that. But I mean, hey, look, everybody's got their own opinion. You well, know, it's not an opinion. Wrong. You see, okay. you didn't listen to it if you thought that was my opinion. The whole point of that was that it was what if, what if Arkansas wins ten games? I didn't say they were going to, and I didn't pick them to. It was just a what if scenario. So that's what I'm saying. You called in, you, you misrepresented watch, me, you and watch, everything. You, you can what if every anything you want to, man, but uh, you should change that to why Arkansas's not going to win in game. Oh. You should change that to. Yeah, well, you probably still call in and misrepresent it regardless, Heath. But anyways, go ahead. I'm sure it's a great point well, that you're going to make. I, what you need to do, Josh, you need to uh, you need to make a you need to make a podcast about the Notre Dame Fighting Irish and how good they are this year. So that's a that's a playoff team. If you didn't see that game, that's a playoff team, and Sam Hartman's a Heisman candidate. Oh, yeah. So, uh, be on the lookout for them. Well, you know, John, look, I, I guess I should just go ahead and just be a Razorback fan like the rest of everybody in this state because you really can't call in. You know, according to you, you know, you can't say anything good about any other team other than the Razorbacks. That's I mean, not true. Because, well, I, just, just the way that I, I just get this consensus from you, man, that you just can't, uh, you know, by your comment, you know, after I said, you know, look out for Notre Dame, oh, yeah. Because it sure. it's one game against Navy. Like I'm not saying like, I, they gave that guy one of my best of the weekend for how they performed. I'm not hating on them. I'm just thinking it's a little early and premature after one game against Navy to say that you know you better watch out for them because they're a college football championship team. Like I need to see well, more from them. I didn't say championship. I said playoffs. Well, rip- same difference. Don't misrepresent. Hey, don't misrepresent. S- same difference though, isn't it? I'm just saying. Look, man. You know everybody knows how hard it is to uh, defend against the triple option. Hmm. You know, um, and Notre Dame did a great job of it. And I, I, if you if you watch that game, 
and you look how good and how uh, poised Sam Hartman was with his experience, that guy's got Heisman candidate written all over him. I mean, I, I don't know why you'd prematurely jump the gun. I'm sure everybody went up. I didn't. You did. Their first game. When Arkansas wins that first game of War Memorial, I'm sure everybody's going to call in. And, you know, there'll be a playoff team, too. And I'm sure, KJ yeah. And KJ and Rocket, they're all Heisman candidates already. So Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, just, you know, the, the, John, they're going to do the same thing they always do. They're going to win their six, eight games and go to a bowl game, and that's that's the best you can hope for that team. Man, that's fine. I think everybody would take that right now if they could win eight games. Sign me up. Hey, a lot of people like mediocrity. You know, I mean, <laughs> you mean mediocrity? Yeah, yeah. A lot of people love that. Just, uh, just be in the middle of the pack. You know, just almost, but not good enough. So, you know. <clears throat> Do you have a point to your like call, or is this the just you wanted to take it to this point? Just look, be on the lookout for Notre Dame, man. <clears throat> watch, watch them this year. You want to see a real team that has a chance to do something? Watch them. I thought you were an OSU that's, fan, or do you just jump back and point. forth? Have you not have you not seen the great games that LSU and Notre Dame have produced, or do you just watch one team, which is the Razorbacks? What great game has Notre Dame produced? Games? Have you not seen the games that LSU and Notre Dame have played? <laughs> I just asked you, like, what games do they produce? You're talking about Navy. I'm talking about playing each other. Are you are we, are you okay, man? Like I don't know what your I don't know what your point is because you're calling you in you don't you're making things job, up man. you're misrepresenting you're you're you saying that I have, I say that job, only man. if you're a Razorback fan that you that's the only thing that you'll ever have to hear from and I hate on every other team that's not true so I'm just asking Joe, what's your you point not, Joe you need to check does he smell funny to you man you need to check that guy because uh, he seems like he doesn't know where he's at right now. Okay, so what? Like, I'm asking you what you're trying to say, <laughs> and you're saying, "Have I ever watched LSU, Notre Dame, and the games they produce?" And I'm like, "Okay, which one?" And then you're just like, "Do you not understand what I'm saying?" Well, the last the last bowl games they played in, have you not watched those? I probably have. I don't remember specifics, but yeah, sure. Why? They're pretty good ball teams, I would say. Right? They play each other pretty well. Right? Sure. They make they they. I mean, that makes for a pretty good game. So I can be a fan of both. Okay. Is that okay with you, John? Well, I was just asking you if you. I didn't know you were a Notre Dame fan. I thought you were an LSU fan. That's a simple question. Oh my That's God. All I was Everybody asking. on this show, you're, you're the only one that doesn't know that I'm a Notre Dame fan. You're right. Must not be listening to you very uh, clearly, I guess. Well, I guess you hadn't been watching my podcast. You got to watch my podcast. <laughs> yeah, oh, I'm sure your podcast is great too, Heath. <laughs> You gotta watch my podcast. Probably, uh, probably as good as yours, there, Sean. Mm. Okay. Well, see, listen. This is what you do, man. You're, you're calling in, and like you wait until I'm not there to say something about my podcast. I just didn't appreciate it, man. That's all. It's kind of discrediting well, me, right? Hey, look, look. It's okay that you got to see your feelings. It's okay. Look, man. Everybody's entitled to that. You know. I'm sure Joe's got some Kleenex around there for you. You know. Look. You probably should keep that in stock because if you're going to be watching the Hogs play the rest of the year, you're going to need it. So, you know, it's okay, man. Toughen up, man. Get some thick skin. Dude, you're I, was, I don't understand what the point know. of this call is right now, Heath. Like, I just simply John, was trying to make a joke day, about it, and then you come at you, me, and you're just like asking questions bro. to where I'm answering them, and you're not, and you're just being like, "Are you okay?" Because you're you're you asking these questions. You can fill up this state with what you don't understand, man. I, I'm oh, okay, okay. I'm worried. Thank I'm worried goodness about we you, have man. you calling in to let everybody know about it. I'm worried about you, man. Hey, get some help, man. Hey, okay, that's enough, Heath. I appreciate you calling in, though, and continuing to be wrong. That's great. But either way, always good to hear from Heath. Not really, though. We'll move on. we got three and out coming up next, and we'll get some headlines, some storylines, some things we got to dive into, and we'll keep it moving on Out of Bounds. So stay with us on Reaction Monday, presented by Fleet Management Services. Bank OZK has always strived for excellence. During every economic storm, through every season of hardship, and despite every obstacle, we've reached for greater. Because we know to achieve excellence, you've got to keep pushing, keep building, keep growing, and just keep going. At Bank OZK, we're reaching for greater heights so you can be greater than you can imagine. Visit a branch or OZK.com today. Bank OZK. Greater awaits. Member FDIC. 
Greenway is your local source for John Deere equipment and implements. Now, we've made finding the perfect piece of equipment even easier. Shop our tractor packages online at gogreenway.com. Till deeper with our down-to-earth package. Or save big with our Green Saver package. Need something with a little more muscle? Kick it up a notch with Greenway's Get In Gear package. We're here to support the DIYer in you. No matter what project comes your way, Greenway has you covered. Justin Anchor with Laura Beth from Coffin by Design West, where we always talk about getting everything you need for your home, but they also are your one-stop shop for tailgating. We are so happy football's back, Laura Beth, and Coffin by Design West has just what you need. Yeah, we do. We have smokers, coolers, grills, and even solo stoves for all those chilly game days. So if you want to stock up and get ready for your favorite tailgate, get out to Coffin by Design West. It's out west past Taylor Loop, 14900 Cantor Road. You can find out more about all the things they have to offer at CoffinLumber.com. Justin Anchor reminding you that if you want the job done right, then don't stress. Just go with the best. CertaPro Painters is your go-to painting company. You can get your free estimate scheduled at CertaPro.com. That's Certa with a C. Each CertaPro Painters business is independently owned and operated. People who are going to be responsible and people who are going to be accountable to you and your family to make sure your project gets done right. So if you've been thinking about sprucing up your home or business for the fall season that is almost upon us, you need to get CertaPro on the case. Use the company that I've used many times over over the years. It is CertaPro Painters. You'll be happy you did. Hey, it's Joey and Ryan here at Red River Dodge. You know, we're known for amazing deals, but this month it's going to be much better. Have you ever wanted to buy a Jeep Gladiator? Well, now's the time. Employee price and rebates, 1.9% financing, and much more on select models. Ram, $1,500 up to $13,000 off on select units. So for all your new Ram Dodge Chrysler Jeep, make that beautiful drive to Huber Springs during the Make This the Summer event. And don't forget a Red River. We deliver. God bless. Hi, I'm Rick Pennington of Lions Drug. We have great news. Generic Cialis is now available at a huge savings. We have Tadalafil, the FDA-approved generic of Cialis, in a 20-milligram tablet at a savings of up to 80%. We have the 5-milligram daily tablets for less than $3 a pill. Lions Drug continues to be your go-to pharmacy for men's health. What are you waiting for? Call us today at 844-676-2247 or go to our website at Lions Drug. Injured? There's only one number you need to know. Dial 8-888-8888. At Rainwater Holton Sexton, no case is too big and no insurance company too strong. Just dial 8-888-8888. We are battle-tested big case injury lawyers who've recovered millions for our clients. Just dial 8-888-8888. Been in a wreck? Anywhere in the state, just dial 888-8888. Responsible attorneys Michael Rainwater and Bob Sexton. Make plans to attend the Arkansas Democrat Gazette Health and Wellness Expo, sponsored by UAMS, on Saturday, September 30th at the State House Convention Center in Wood Rock. This free health and living expo will feature free health screenings, the Mammo Van, Doctor Panels, a political panel, Arkansas Travelers Bingo, and prize drawings. Don't miss this event, Saturday, September 30th in Wood Rock. To find out more, check out today's Arkansas Democrat Gazette or visit ArkansasHealthAndWellnessExpo.com. It's not just about the size of the meat, it's about where you get it from. So get it from Hogs Meat Market in North Little Rock. Hogs Meat Market, the steak people. Kane is in the building. Their time is done. It's over. Over? Did you say over? Nonsense. I've not yet begun to defile myself. Call Kenny Loggins because you're in the danger zone. I play real sports. I'm trying to be the best at exercising. It's time for three and out. It's been three hours and we are Boom. out of here. All right. It is time for three and out. A few headlines, a few storylines, a few things that we got to dive into before we close up shop here on Out of Bounds. I appreciate everybody listening in. Uh, this also happened over the weekend, too. Not necessarily sports-related, but still sad nonetheless. Bob Barker, the passing of a legend of TV and game shows and just all of life. He was 99 years old. so incredible uh, that he uh, was able to live just near a century long, but most iconic for The Price is Right and uh, some of the great moments that he had there and did a lot of great things, too. Also, Happy Gilmore. Can't forget that movie and uh, the role that he played there and 
So just a really, really awesome guy. And just hated to see that he had passed away. And I know they had a long, full life. But uh, rest in peace, Bob Barker, one of the all-time legendary greats, especially when it came to broadcasting. The Arizona Cardinals made some moves over the weekend where they traded for Browns quarterback Josh Dobbs. And there was some wonder as to why they made the move at the time. Now there's more clarity as Kyla Murray is going to remain on the pup list. So he's going to miss the first four games of the season. Now it was thought that maybe Josh Dobbs came in to fill a roster spot because of the fact that Kyla Murray is going to be out. But they also cut Colt McCoy, who had been their first-team quarterback, all offseason through spring training camp and then even preseason games as Kyla Murray's recovering from his ACL surgery and waiting to come back. But they made uh, some moves, and now it all makes sense in the fact that they got Josh Dobbs, and he's going to be their starting quarterback for at least the first four weeks of the season. So, (laughs) and another uh, funny, interesting twist, because we know with uh, college football coming up, uh, there's always uh, some madness going on with it. But, you know, Michigan had... John, uh, Jim Harbaugh already suspended for three games. And it was four, it's three, waiting on the NCAA. Well, apparently, Sharon Moore, who is the offensive coordinator for Michigan, has also been suspended for this week's opening game from the school's self-imposed penalties. And they said that, uh, Harbaugh said today in a, in a press conference that an analyst will be elevated to fill more spot on the staff. So, uh, I've heard people, he says, quote, I've heard people comment it's a slap on the wrist, he said, but it's more like a baseball bat to the kneecap. So not just uh, Jim Arbaugh, but also their offense coordinator they're going to be without for at least the first game. The Browns also not only traded away Josh Dobbs, but made a move with their kicker only a couple of weeks before the season started. They acquired Dustin Hopkins from the L.A. Chargers, and they're getting rid of Cade York, who was their fourth-round draft pick just last season. He began his rookie season with a 58-yard game-winning field goal against the Carolina Panthers, but he struggled since, including a couple of preseason games this year where he missed two game-winning attempts against the Eagles and also against the Chiefs. He missed a potential game-winning field goal and an extra point, so they made a move and uh, short-lived for a kicker that they just drafted last season. Don't see kickers drafted really high and that's actually really high as a fourth round draft pick and then a couple of years later he's gone no longer with the browns anymore so the u.s sprinter noah lyles had quite the uh, comment that got some people fired up where he was mentioning and kind of threw some shade at the nba he says quote the thing that hurts me the most is i have to watch the nba finals and they have world champion on their head world champion of what the united states Don't get me wrong, I love the U.S. at times, but that ain't the world. And that got a lot of NBA players uh, and a bunch of mentions, especially on Instagram, and got them all fired up. I I thought it was kind of a funny comment more than anything because it is kind of interesting when they win, call them world champions, and they win it in the NBA. It's like really just the the league that's here in the United States. But still, I didn't think it was too much to get bent out of shape, but apparently NBA players didn't take too kindly to that. I don't care one way or the other. NBA champions, world champions, whatever you want to call yourself, as long as you're hoisting the trophy, I think that that's all that anyone cares about at the end of the day. There's a house in North Little Rock that happens to be listed for rent at 45 Perrin Road, and it's uh, just another listing, but what makes it interesting is the house is, only, is actually owned by Beck, who is a musician and worldwide renowned musical uh, artist. But he owns a house here in North Little Rock, and if you can check out the property, you could probably get it for a little over $1,000 a month rent. But just an interesting fact that it's owned by Beck. Also, uh, some fun things for you airline travelers. If you may get tired of children or babies crying, if that's something that stresses you out and something you don't want to deal with, well, here's the thing. In Europe, at least, they're trying out with the airline Corindon as a new service where passengers can book a seat in the adult-only zone. Nothing dirty about it. It's more just for people over the age of 16. For an extra $75, you can be in this little area where there'll be no children, there'll be no babies, nothing like that. I don't know how many times you're going to have people that are willing to pay $75 more for that. Uh, I don't know how frequent it actually happens for worldwide travelers, but 
Europe is trying it out. Maybe that'll help them. Maybe that'll work out. But if it does, you can bet that the rest of the airlines will follow suit, too. According to Lifehacker.com, the best travel times going into this Labor Day weekend, earlier in the week, Wednesday through Friday, happens to be 7 a.m. And then on uh, starting on Saturday, you want to travel after 6 p.m. And they say the best day to actually travel during the Labor Day weekend would be Sunday because you're going to be looking at minimal traffic, but just giving some suggestions of when to travel during the Labor Day weekend. Also, I don't know for anybody that uh, watched the show Hannah Montana, I didn't watch it, but they had uh, Mitchell Musso, who was one of the actors from, and he got arrested over the weekend uh, for being drunk in public. Not something that you want to do, and no special was made from Ron White and his comedy sketch about it. But uh, that wasn't just the only thing that he got charged with. Uh, The headline read that he was charged with theft, too. What in the world did he steal? Well, he's 32 years old. (laughs) Upon arrival, officers contacted the compliant who advised an individual who appeared intoxicated who entered the hotel, selected a bag of chips, and just began eating them. So he was charged with theft, not for stealing anything of high value necessarily, but just did see a bag of chips, opened them up, and started eating them without paying. Kind of uh, thrown on charge into that, but uh, it doesn't say what type of chips it was either, but hopefully it was worth it, especially with how drunk that he actually was. Halloween is around the corner, and uh, it's not as close as it may be, but stores already have Halloween items on the shelves. Their Halloween costumes already being sold. There's a couple in Ohio that reveal they spend about $2,000 a year on Halloween decorations for their house, They say they're really into it because they enjoy scary movies and uh, all the festivities around Halloween. So they spend $2,000 a year getting ready for it so that they can uh, decorate the house and give away some some nice items to the kids coming to trick-or-treat. So there's a bar that's in Milwaukee that will pay your tab, your entire tab, whenever the Jets lose a game started by Aaron Rodgers. And that is the Jack's USA pub there in Milwaukee. And it's just your drink tab, not your food tab. But anytime that he loses the game when he starts, if you're up there in the Milwaukee area, look out for it. And probably going to have a lot of people rooting for against the Jets as it is. But when free beer comes along with it, they'll definitely be all about it. Oh, yeah. They're definitely going to take advantage of that. And there's a little animosity there. And they're holding some hard feelings. <laughs> and, uh,. I mean, I guess for good reason. Yeah, well, hard feelings can be drowned away with some free beer and brewery that you have there, too. But, hey, we are up against it as we got to take our final break because we got Drive Time Sports coming up. I appreciate everybody listening in this afternoon. For Joe Franklin, I'm John Neighbor. Same sports show, same sports channel tomorrow afternoon. Have a great one, everybody. We'll see you then. August is here, and so is the start of spooky season. Stores are packed with Halloween decor, candy, and costumes. And car dealerships are flaunting interest rates that would scare Freddy Krueger. It's not that way at Guadney Buick GMC, next to Sam's in North Little Rock. Guadney's offering rates as low as 0.9%. This year, say no to candy corn, circus peanuts, licorice, and four-cylinder full-size trucks. Guadney Buick GMC's truck.